Good morning. It's 9 o'clock. Love Talk is up next here at 1490 The Word. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Good morning, I am Cindy Vaughn. I love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word 1490, information with inspiration, reminding you that uh, we are streaming live each and every Saturday from 9 to 10 at klgo.net. You can also catch up with Evelyn and I at lovetalknetwork.com where you can read our latest blogs and hear the audio from this Saturday. <laughs> In the studio, of course, with me is First Lady of Love. Big hurrah applause for Miss Evelyn Davison. Well, thank you, Mrs. Cindy Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> What a wonderful day yes. this is. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and there's sun shining, and it's S-O-N shining in our hearts today. And uh, this is every day. I just thank God. This is a very special day. Thank well, you. you had a special event this week. What oh, was, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> every day is special. Yeah, well, didn't this last week, didn't you have a birthday? Oh, I did, Cindy. Yeah. I did. 82 years of age. And uh, you know, I'm gonna I be think happy. the best is yet to be. 
Yeah, I'm going to be glad when I can get to that place where I can brag about my age <laughs> instead of trying to hide it. I'm still in that place of thinking I'm going to fool somebody. I know better because when I go through the line, you know, nobody's make part in the waters for me. They're yeah, like, you don't, you know, uh, what is it, 20% off at, uh, no. at Ross or somewhere on yeah. your birthday? Yeah, I get totally ignored by the. Well, it's because you're so beautiful. Oh, no. I'm going to say I get totally ignored beautiful by the. Beautiful hair. Beautiful eyes. Yeah, whatever. Okay, well, we are glad that you uh, have had your birthday. And for those of you who follow Evelyn over the years, you know, take a moment, wish her a belated happy birthday on the Love Line, or you can check her out at Facebook. And like I said, once again, at lovetalknetwork.com. You know, Evelyn, we're in the thick of things here. We are in the thick, is what. <laughs> like in the wilderness not over in cutting. The, yeah, not in the thicket. Yeah. We're in the thick of things. <laughs> well, the thicket's over at Cut and Shoot, Texas, and that's where this little chicken started from. I got hatched over there in a, right in the middle of all the big pine trees. And hey, it's been a good life. Who else had a birthday this week? Rick Perry. And yes, Anita, yes, and Anita, yeah, Anita did the Anita Perry, the governor's wife. But I'm sure it was someone else. But anyway, did do a happy birthday thing on Facebook. To yeah, Rick oh, Perry. well, one year uh, because our birthdays are so close. He, uh, I guess it was the year that I was 75. Uh, he gave me a proclamation on my birthday, and he said, "I didn't know that was your birthday." And I said, "Well, I didn't know it was yours either." So yeah, because you guys are right together and right on top of Texas Independence Day. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's been a it's been a giant week. But to tell people what what are we doing here, Evelyn? I, I you know, what you am I doing? Wanna, you might want to tell me what are we doing here today, Evelyn? Well, we are talking about the things that are most important in life, Cindy. And it's not how old we are. Uh, it's not what we have. It's not where we've been in life. But it basically is where we are going. And I don't mean just a year from now or 40 years from now. I mean, it means every breath we take comes from the breath of God's Holy Spirit as he moves and has his being in us. And the world is um, looking for the answers to the issues of life. Boy, and that we is are, the truth. Well, it is so true. And they watch us, Cindy. They watch you and they watch me and they listen. We have we have an atheist friend that listens to us and I correspond with him. Uh, and he always thanks me. And then he says, well, you, I have to tell you, I do not believe. And I normally will say to him, well, you know, I am praying that you will believe and you will receive. And so through the years, because of some of the original work we did at the Capitol, we grew those in hundreds and hundreds. And now they don't even pick at us anymore. You know, I wanted to mention that little story. I've mentioned it on air before. But last year when we were having the noon observance at the Capitol for National Day of Prayer, which is the first Thursday in May, we'll be doing that again this year on May 2nd. Mm-hmm. But last year we had had... Uh, David Smith, who's who leads the Austin Baptist Association uh-huh. here in Austin, was part of the program. And he saw us over there hugging on this guy who had the 
God crossed out, you know, the yeah. no God T-shirt. Yeah. They're always our best advertisers at the mm-hmm. Capitol because we come just in street clothes and they come with their T-shirts that mm-hmm. advertise God, even though they're Xing him out. But we were over there hugging and talking to him, our old buddy. And David Smith was like, who is that? And who are you talking to? I said, oh, well, that's the, that's mm-hmm. the atheist yeah. leader who's mm-hmm. always here. And, mm-hmm. you know, and he said, oh, I will you take me over there to meet him? Only the love ladies would be over there <laughs> hugging on the leading atheist in Austin. I said, "Well, he is our friend." I mean, you know. Yeah, but he's so, always very nice. Oh, he, he is. He always says, uh, "You have a right to be here, uh, but I disagree with you using the public property." And so we've gotten to have a pretty cordial uh, relationship through the years. But. You know, the thing that is really important, though, Cindy, is that we do reach out to those that don't believe. And that's one of the reasons that we're here and been here, what, how many years now? I don't know. Um, but we are thrilled to be here on KLG. Well, you know, we're in this series, and we we have a whole bunch of monikers for it. You know, it's uh, the yes life, and it is basically what you were saying. How is it that you're able to to say yes to where you're going without holding back, without being intimidated by all that is around you, mm-hmm. the circumstances, the news, the culture, you know, all of those things that come our way, the, the, the winds of war, the, you know, the, the terrors by night and the horrors that we see in the news. And how do you say yes and move forward? And really, when that is the clearly the intent of God in all of our lives. So we've got to say yes to life with God under the umbrella of be not afraid. And mm-hmm. in January, we talked about what is one of the major characteristics of living a life that moves forward with God and not being afraid is to simplify our life. Mm-hmm. Now, this month in February, of course, because we're now in March, but in February, we began a dialogue talking about uh, the love of God. Because foundationally, we can't move very far on planet Earth. We for sure can't get to heaven unless we know what centers us, unless we know where it is we get the sense of our being. And that is from the love of God. And so we've been breaking that down, how mm-hmm. the the love of God, which starts with that that verse that we all know, perfect love casts out fear. And I was telling Kathy Enderbrock in one of our shows, I said, well, Kathy, you know, I didn't have that scripture right in my head. I thought if I if my there was something falling short in my love life with God, because my love wasn't perfect because I still had to deal with fear at different times. But that's not what that verse mm-hmm. means at all. And you had clarified that for me. It is the perfected love of Christ mm-hmm. come resident in our lives that gives the boot to fear. Well, and that's one of the the uh, obstacles to faith, Cindy, is fear and uh, we all have it at one time or another. It doesn't matter whether we're uh, in need of shelter or clothes and we think we're going to freeze to death or someone who loves us has betrayed us and moved on. But there are some things that we established just recently about faith. Uh, where does faith come from? It comes from the Word of God. Word, co- Faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. That's what the scriptures say. So if faith comes by hearing, it is hearing what God says, Jesus says, in the word. Because he says in John 1, 1, everything that was ever made, Jesus made it. He, all of the things that God created for us for our benefit came from the voice and the hand of Jesus. And so if we look at what faith is, faith is facts. It is not feelings. And so many of us go, operate on our feelings. We make it emotional, and it is not emotional. And then the other thing is that trust is the key that opens the door of faith. It, if, if you've got a door and face on there, you've got to get in there where it is. And trust is the key that opens that. And there, there's no maybes about that. That's the only way you can get in. Trust is a must. And so as we started last week. We talked about how we develop faith and trust. And basically, it's just three things. First of all, it's to listen. Secondly, it's to learn. And thirdly, it's to yearn for him and for the joy that comes from serving him and loving him and loving others. Well, Evelyn, I think you did a great job in that. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what it is that takes to face fear on a daily basis. This is Love Talk on the Word. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps, big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith and Hill Country Landscape and Garden Center have partnered with Love Talk for 28 years. These good folks are ready to help you with landscape design, irrigation, and construction. Whether it's lighting, sprinklers, beautiful trees, or shrubs, they have it all. Conveniently located just off 183 North near the Big Blue Water Tower at 13561 Pond Springs Road. Now, whether you want to shop at the nursery and the garden center or desire a new custom-designed landscape for your property, Hill Country Landscape is the one to call. With more than 45 years of working with both homeowners and commercial property owners, there's no better choice. Hill Country Landscape can make your home or business bloom 
and grow. For the Love Talk Tree Special, just tell them the Love Talk ladies sent you. Call them at 258-0093 or check them out on the web at www.hillcountrylgc.com. Hill Country Landscape, an Austin tradition, 258-0093. Licensed Irrigator 4089. Good morning, I am Cindy Vonna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word, 1490 AM. Information with inspiration reminding you that we are streaming live at klgo.net. You can also catch up with Evelyn and I on Facebook and or lovetalknetwork.com to read our latest blog and just kind of catch up with what these two old ladies are up to. A sweet old ladies. We should probably start (laughs) posting what road we're driving on so that people can know if they need a detour or whatever road they're going to be on. It was like my last night, or I guess it was last night or night before last. I, I We'd gone to bed, and I'd forgotten something. I jumped up to go, you know me, I moved fast. And Van nearly had a fit. That was Sunday night. He said, you are going to fall and break a hip. Don't you know you're getting old? <laughs> well, Push your mouth. That's your right. Mouth. Speaking of uh, traffic, I'm just going to tell this real quick story. It's yesterday. I was dry. I had, I had taken my new puppy to the vet. Oh. And I was driving through a school zone and there was the sheriff sitting right there on his motorcycle. And so I couldn't have been two feet from him and I was going the speed limit. I knew I was. And so I was just waving at him, you know, because he's like my new best friend. Next thing I knew is he pulled out with his lights on and I thought, oh, he's going to get the person behind me because they were kind (gasps) of trying to pass me. Oh, no, he went right past them and pulled me over. And I was like, well, I'm the last time I'm going to wave at the sheriff's department. Well, anyway, he pulled me over and he said, walked up to me real serious. And he says, uh, well, the reason why I'm pulling you over, first of all, you know, I need your driver's license. I need this. And he said, yeah. you know, the reason why I'm pulling you over is you don't have any registration on this vehicle. Oh. And I said, and he said, uh. You got registered. I looked at him like an idiot. He said, you got it with your new license plates. And I said, well, my husband put my new license plates on. And he said, well, your husband did you wrong. He said, look in your glove compartment. And he put my registration sticker on me and, and th- on me, on my windshield. Really? <laughs> and sent me on his way. And I told him, I said, well, I was so disappointed because I waved at you like you, you were my new best friend. <laughs> and then you come pull me over. But anyway, so he, like I said, we'll be uh, be. Every day is filled with new challenges and sometimes problems. Oh, uh, no. Well, he, he was merciful to me. I, I just got a warning, even though, you know, the law mm-hmm. does not allow for ignorance or stupidity. <laughs> and I was guilty. Or little ladies that can't remember. I was guilty of both of those. Emlyn, in our in our last program, we, were talk, we talked about divine loves in order to establish this foundation for it is not our love, but his love. He did not, we did not choose him, but he chose us. And we walked that through the love of God being unchangeable, the love of God eternal, the love of God sovereign, infinite, immutable, holy, and gracious. These are the reasons, Evelyn, that, that the scripture talks about be not afraid. afraid. All the way from Deuteronomy, Joshua, Samuel, all the way up into the Gospels, 
as the disciples watched the Messiah, the King of glory on a cross and, and questioning in their hearts, what does this mean? How do we, in the face of the greatest trials of life, be not afraid? Well, the, the thing that we have to remember is when Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He also, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later. He also said, I'm only here for a little while, but... But, and, and we leave the butt out of this, Cindy, but I'm going I'd to like send to you. I'd like to leave the butt out of it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you crack me up. Uh, but I'm going to send you a helper, and that helper is power. It is the power of his presence through the word and the spirit of God. And we, none of us are immune to trouble. We think we are, but we're not. And you might be waving at a policeman and thinking you're just being a good guy. That's what I mean. And you just (laughs) fall into it, as my mom used to say. But the thing about what we're talking about today is the when we believe and we take the facts that Jesus loved us enough that he came, that he died and loved us enough that he sent us a helper to make it until it's time for us to go to heaven and be with him, which he says he will come back and receive us unto himself. When we leave out those buts in there, we get confused about life. And the other reason is, is that problems are in every step of the way. If we look at the life of Paul, Think about Paul. Paul was that young man, Cindy, that stood and held the garments of Stephen, the first martyr, the very first one who gave his life after Jesus gave his, because he stood up for truth. And Paul held his garments. And later, on his way to Damascus, which was another province, he was going to kill Christians. He was going there to kill Christians. The power that Jesus spoke about struck Paul blind where he couldn't see mm. and he could only listen only listen he stayed in Arabia and we think it's Arabia where the area was for two years and the Holy Spirit of God taught him but it never did leave him without problems all of his life Paul had what we call a thorn in the flesh now I've got so many thorns sometimes I wonder whether I sit out <laughs> you're a thorny old I thing. Know, thorny old lady <laughs> but the thing about it is this the Holy Spirit comes to help us control our life but the Holy Spirit also comes Cindy to console us when these problems come so let's talk a little bit about some of those I do problems. because and that's a great preface uh, talking about Paul because even though God met him on the road uh, and blinded him and then convicted him then in that at period of absence where we we don't really know what all God was doing mm-hmm. God was forming him and technically speaking relating to our world United Day he was shaping him up mm-hmm. because at that point, Paul was an out-of-shape Christian. All he had was the law, what he knew as he had been brought up with as an enforcer of the law, as a persecutor. Well, now he's he's convicted that there's God and what he's done wrong, but the Lord has to come to fill him up mm-hmm. in order for him to be able to be used by God because if Paul thought that he was going to be problem-free, 
Oh, my goodness. So Romans 5, 3 says, you know, you know, we can wake up in the middle of our pro- of our problems and we can complain, we can cry, we can yell, we can be in denial, we can pout, we can even pray. And we believe me, we can pray yelling, pouting and complaining. <laughs> we, I hear plenty of that. But here's where he wants to take us as he shapes us up because he says that we're to rejoice in these things. Well, he's not saying be an idiot, you know, and you know, if you're, if you're facing a huge health crisis, which of course you have done, if you're facing an enormous personal crisis, which we have all done, if you're facing a financial crisis, which many people are looking at these days, he's not saying, Oh yeah, I want you to have, I want you to be filled with joy over that. No, he says, I'm going to form you and shape you from the inside out where you are so secure and you know the trust of God and who I am that you're able to rejoice that you know I will see you through it. And Evelyn, it's like an exercise regimen. You know, when you go to the gym, and I think of Van Davison and his recent <laughs> uh, knee surgeries where the doctor told me, he said, Van, one reason why you've recovered mm-hmm. so much better than most people do is because you'd been in the gym every day for three years prior to this. And he's walking like a spring chicken out uh-huh. there. Yes. These kinds of things that we're talking about are how does God shape us and form us so that we move from being fab, flabby, faithless Christians in order to be trusted and in shape and formed by him. It's like any exercise regimen. It's painful. It can be unpleasant. But what happens in the middle of it? We are changed. We become stronger. We become healthier. We're healthier in our spiritual life. This is what spiritual exercise is about, where he strengthens us and stretches us all from the Holy Spirit. Well, Cindy, that is the thing that is so consoling is because it's it's like when we travel through life, just <laughs> I can laugh about this today, just the process of aging is is it's terrifying. <laughs> God did. No, just, it's not terrifying. Just it's say it out loud. It is comfortable. Uh, <laughs> just the process of aging shows us that we are not meant for this world. You know, we know that the closer we get to heaven, and I tell my husband this all the time, we got to be sweeter. We have got to be sweeter. So you don't be ugly. But the thing about, and that's my joke, but the thing about it is this, the Holy Spirit that Jesus said would come, comes when we come to that point that we believe and receive the gift of love that Jesus Christ has brought us and has made available to us and to any who get to know us. See, that's the thing that's so surprising to me is the gifts that he gave me, he didn't give those to me or to you or to Michael, for us just to be a, a show place or a showpiece, uh, one of those idols that Paul found when he went to Rome. Uh, he gave us that, and he gives us every day the controlling power that we need to be an example of what real love is and to be consoling to others who are not where we are. Well, you know, <laughs> speaking of comfort and consolation, you know, and talking about the Paul Uh, the life of Paul, um, as a result of Paul's persecution, Mm -hmm. 
he could have responded one of two ways. He could have been believed that he was abandoned right. by God, no mm-hmm. longer loved by Christ. I mean, he was threatened daily by evil. He was persecuted and condemned by man. Christians were being led like lambs to the slaughter on a daily basis. But what did Paul do? He threw the love of Christ, not just the accusations to the world that would want to, but he threw the love of Christ in the face of evil and misery and slaughter by saying this, you cannot separate me from this massive love. In fact, this love, which I am loved by the son of God will make me more than a conqueror in distress. So who can condemn us? Christ having given all and ransomed us from death, Christ who was raised from the dead, Christ who sits at the right hand of God the Father, Christ who intercedes for us, who says none shall separate us from his love, and says just know in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Cindy, that is so true in Paul's life. It is in your life. And it is in in my life. Because even with Paul, that granite foundation of immense suffering, of misery, you know, he was almost blind. Uh, He was in a dungeon. He had all of those things that were part of the life of those that were... Taken to the catacombs. If they weren't, if they weren't having their entrails removed, their heads lopped off. Poor John got boiled in oil, mm-hmm. lived through it, only to be sent to Patmos and break rocks. And he was your age. Yeah. Oh, watch it, there, girl. <laughs> but you know, the other thing about Paul is that Paul was utterly indestructible. I mean, if they couldn't come again. Even his own friends came and said, "Paul, don't go to Rome." Don't go to Rome. And and it seemed that God's word uh, agreed with that. But Paul was indestructible. Why, Cindy? Because of his faith and confidence in God and not in the fear that would come to him as a man. And what did he want for us? Here's what he said. That you might have power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Evelyn, we can't do it when we're running on empty. We can't do it when we push back the trials of life. It is only as God shapes and conforms us from the inside out by the power of his Holy Spirit that we are conformed to the likeness of Christ to be able to stand the same kind of trials that we are talking about here that the disciples. And then we're going to take our break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the length and the depth of Jesus' love. This is Love Talk on the Word. George Christensen and his family at Costa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. 
Tim Smith and Hill Country Landscape and Garden Center have partnered with Love Talk for 28 years. These good folks are ready to help you with landscape design, irrigation, and construction. Whether it's lighting, sprinklers, beautiful trees, or shrubs, they have it all. Conveniently located just off 183 North near the Big Blue Water Tower at 13561 Pond Springs Road. Now, whether you want to shop at the nursery and the garden center or desire a new custom-designed landscape for your property, Hill Country Landscape is the one to call. With more than 45 years of working with both homeowners and commercial property owners, there's no better choice. Hill Country Landscape can make your home or business bloom and grow. For the Love Talk tree special, just tell them the Love Talk lady sent you. Call them at 258-0093 or check them out on the web at www.hillcountrylgc.com. Hill Country Landscape, an Austin tradition, 258-0093. Licensed Irrigator 4089. Day after day, we are constantly hearing how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and good humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Taco Bell, Central Market, libraries, and churches. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online, thegoodnewsjournal.net. Good morning, I am Cindy Vaughn, and we are in the beautiful KLGO, the word, 1490 AM, information with inspiration, love talking with founder and creator uh, Evelyn Davison and myself. You can catch up with us live at KLGO.net, <clears throat> also at lovetalknetwork.com, and Evelyn on the love line at 249-6535. Evelyn, we were talking about the length and depth, and we're talking about God's love, and yet <clears throat> through the life of Paul and through through our life, through everyone's life. I mean, we live in a fallen world, and there's there's evil in the world. And I'm reminded of a story that you've recently published in the Good News Journal about what is evil and where does it come from, and, and you know, uh, and so much... <sighs> liberalism has seeped into our educational system in college that even the d conversation we're about to talk about is unusual. But um, a student was asked by a professor, you know, who believed in God, and this one, you know, mm -hmm. person raised their hand, and then he went into a debate with him about 
whether, you know, is God good? Well, if he's good, then he is also all evil. If he's all good, he's all evil. And you hear this a lot in in those who are trying to make sense out of an evil world. Why is it that, you know, God is not uh, intervening and or, or the evidence of him intervening, questioning that? And so the the first responder didn't really have a reply to that. But before long, after the the professor kind of shut down the conversation and thought, I've got another one there. He wasn't able to, you know, to stand up to my inquiry. Uh, Another student raised his hand and said, well, I would like to comment on that. And the professor feeling pretty smug at this point about making the point said, oh, really? Well, Mm -hmm. what is it? And he said, well, um, can you prove that cold exists? And he said, because cold is is a word that we use to describe a condition. Mm-hmm. But cold is not in and of itself. It is the absence of heat. In the same way, he said, now, can you prove that darkness exists? And the professor paused and he says, because in the same way, we have a word called darkness, but darkness is the absence of of light. Then what did he say in regard to evil and God? Well, the student that was, you know, assaulted said, uh, actually, sir, evil doesn't exist. Evil is simply the absence of God. Think about that, Cindy. Evil is the absence of God. And it is. Because God does not plan evil. And then... He said it's a term developed by man to describe the absence of God. And then he said it, he didn't create it. It isn't the truth or love which exists as virtues like heat or light. Evil is simply the state where God is not present, like cold without heat and darkness without light. The professor was wordless. He had never had someone come to him to put it in such simple language. And Cindy, that's what we're talking about here, is simplicity. If we are going to live the yes life that Jesus himself paid for, then we've got to simplify things. And the first part of that simplification is to get rid of fear. If we're going to simplify our lives, we cannot, as Christians, operate in fear. Well, because that is, you know, fear becomes, it's the same logic. Fear becomes the absence of love, the perfected love of Christ in us, and the the absence of our faith and causing us to live out of a place of fear. And the exhortation of of the gospel and the new covenant is that Christ living in us, the Holy Spirit, is sufficient to cast out fear. Mm-hmm. In our humanity, we can't on our own, but through the love and the power of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, he said, I've come that you might have life. He also says, I am the light of the world. And if we're looking at evil, evil is dark, Cindy. It's the dark of nights It's so many. Of course, it happens in the daytime as well, but so many bad things happen in the dark. But Jesus represents life, and light represents love. And so it, it is a simplistic way of saying who God is and why he is, 
involved in your life and in my life. It is that we are to be a light to the legions, to the people around us. Well, John Piper, who is, of course, a, a, a leading theologian of our day, and uh, he he's written about the, the length and depth of Jesus' love. And it, and it says this. It says, he loved us in life. He loved us in death. He loved us in the easiest time. He loved us in the hardest times. He loved us with word. He loved us with bread. He loved us with touch. He loved us with blood. He loved us with pain. And he loved us in death. And the word tells us, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And so, Evelyn, we're really what we're talking about here is this love life of how we live in the security of God, knowing what? That we are his beloved, that he has made a covenant with us that cannot be broken, that we as the children of God are beloved. Well, that's true, Cindy. And if we ask a question today, or if we talk to people like this professor did to these young people, and we ask that question uh, of them when they are in the desperation of life, in the affliction of life, like Paul was, and we ask them, what have you done to cause Jesus not to love you? Mm. We'd never ask that question, Cindy. But you know what? People People ask ask it every day. You are right. Every day. And the answer answer to that is, I have done everything that's needed for you to be loved by me and to to love others. And if we put put this whole equation onto love and light, we've got the answer to people like that professor. Mm, mm, mm. You're right about that, Evelyn. There are so many that ask those questions. Are you But with are me? we secure? Now, that's the question. You know, are these things like we're going through in America today? And we name them, Cindy. It's, you know, it is, it's the, the weather. Our nation has experienced some really and tough weather conditions, you know, storms, all those things. There are those people, the tornadoes, those people say those are acts of God. But if we come back to this principle that we've laid down of the yes life, where Jesus, when he was on the cross, as we look toward Easter, looked out at the world of those that were suffering that didn't know him. And they were there. The soldiers were there. There were many of them there. And he looked at them and said two words, it, three words, it is finished. He was talking about the love plan that we're talking about today. Well, and so that if we live in that mindset of fear, you know, the idea that we're inadequate, which we are, mm-hmm. the idea that we are uh, have no identity, well, we're all in evolving in that understanding if that we don't have legitimacy in life. Well, there are areas in all of our lives where we feel those things that we have to prove ourselves that we're the past is going to uh, haunt us forever and uh, that we're up against the wall in the present and the future. But when we are shaped and conformed and understand who God is in our life, then we know that we live a blessed life, never to be abandoned by God, never to be rejected by God, never alone without God. Our reference point, Evelyn, becomes God and not man. Right. It becomes 
heaven and not the world. It becomes Christ and not culture. Because if you allow culture to define all of those things in your life, Christ becomes a very small part of it. And if Christ is a small part of our world, Evelyn. He's not big enough. That's right. If you're walking around and God is not big enough, it's because you've only let him into a corner of your world. And he wants to encompass and enfold the entire world, as we talked about earlier in his quest, that he came to save all mankind. And go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Cindy, I I know there are people listening to us today uh, who here asking if God still loves them. They may have done some terrible thing in their life. Uh, Or maybe they're thinking about doing something. And they ask, you know, will will he still love me if I do this? And then there are all of us, Cindy, that are living in times of need and hurt and pain. And we expect God to prove it by taking away our circumstances. If we're going to live the Christian life, the yes life, we've got to do what we talk, what John Piper talked about. We've got to be proof that he is who he said he was in a world that's looking for him. We're going to come back after a break, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the one who calls you beloved and how it is you live a life of being blessed by the love of God. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. And come see us. Good morning. I am Cindy Vanna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word, 1490 AM, information with inspiration, reminding you that we're streaming live at klgo.net and that you can also catch up with Evelyn and I at lovetalknetwork.com. I've just posted up a whole. Oh, I Evelyn, you wrote some great stuff. Well, when you're sick, sometimes you have to do a lot of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and writing. I'm glad you're and writing, still, right. Yeah, I'm glad you can do that. Evelyn, we're we're in our rap. And yeah. we we are in this dialogue talking about the yes life and saying yes to the one who calls you beloved as that means the yes to invite God to abide in your life, his powerful promising providing life that comes to abide in us so that we get shaped up and conformed through through the spiritual exercises of what 
everybody has to face here on earth. And so I want to ask you, you know, what is it that um, people need to hear in this nation right now about the love of God? Well, John, the beloved disciple, we, you mentioned him earlier and a little bit about his history. Uh, he gives us a really good um, answer to that question, Cindy, in John 17. He said, hear and receive God's word. Uh, I and them and you and me all being perfected into one. Now, that sounds a little bit powerful. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, we're all in this together, and we're going to be perfected into one body, and that's what Jesus said. He looked at Peter one day, and, and he asked Peter, so Peter, you don't, I don't think you love me. And he didn't say that. It, that's negative. He said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, and Jesus went to the next level. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. He went from one level down here at the bottom level all the way up to the sacrificial, living kind of love. And Peter was a little bit exaggerated, but he says, he, he finally said, yes, Lord. What was the answer to that that Jesus said? Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Now, he didn't mean for all of us to be like our friend John Carmen's wife, Terry, who keeps the sheep in our garage. But he means for us to get out there and to be available with what the word that feeds our heart and feeds our soul. He said, I and them and you and me all being perfected into one. Then what will happen, Cindy? The world will know. Mm -hmm. The world will know. And you will understand that you love them as much as you love me. That's what Jesus was saying to his father. He is saying, Lord, perfect them into one like you and I are one. And that doesn't mean just like you and I, Cindy. That means the living culture in which we're in today. That means our nation. We are in such trouble in this nation that it just grieves my heart beyond words because we have got this major spirit of thinking that everybody else owes us, that God owes us something. And yet, what he says in his word for us is to yield, come to him and let him provide those things that we need, provide the way for us to go. And it seems that we're moving more and more and more away from what he told the Hebrew children to do when, in Deuteronomy. And he said, now, in case you're going to fit it, when you get out there in the world where all the bad stuff's going on, I want you to write this little scripture down. I want you to pin it on your coat. And he told, you know, he told him to put some bells on your robe, you know, so that you will hear me. And, and when we think about that, Cindy, and we think about the kind of world we're living in today, we've got to know that love is not earned. It is not, a, it's not something we can purchase or buy or even steal. And love is unfailing. God's word says, I will never fail you. It is unfailing. And the thing, I guess, that's the, the sweetest of all about love, it is deeper than anything that in my little pea brain mind I can come up with. It is deeper than any personal goals that any of us have. It's deeper than Paul's goal. Paul's goal was to go out there and kill the Christians and preserve the Jewish Sanhedrin, which he was a member of, much like our Supreme Court today. But he set that aside when he saw Jesus. 
and began to realize that Jesus is the love as manifested in us, in our life. And then what happens when we get to this point where we want it so badly, Cindy? We begin to feel it. We begin to hear it. We begin to live it. And so if if we have anything to say today, Cindy, to those that are in trouble today, those that are broken, those that are battered, those that are wounded, it is what Jesus said, come to me. Come to me and I will give you. And he calls it rest. He will give us what it is that we need to live this life that is a revelation of God's goodness and his mercy in a world that that is dark, in a world that needs help, in a world that needs love. Evelyn, I was thinking as you were running down what it is to live from the blessing of being loved by God and that transaction that takes place with Peter is not just a conversation. One of the things that we would love for you to take away from this time of uh, listening with us today is that when God is speaking, if we have the ears to hear, he is rewriting in our hearts the things that need to be righted so that we can be who he has mm-hmm. made us to be. As he asked Peter, he wasn't being rhetorical to Peter. This is the same Christ who spoke the world into existence. So when he asked, do you love me? He is speaking love sufficient into Peter's life so that Peter is changed eternally Absolutely. for him to be the rock not Jesus Christ, the literal rock, but, mm-hmm. but to be that founder of the church. But Evelyn, you sent me a scripture and I want to read this the other okay. day. And it's out of Psalm 19, seven through nine, the message. And it says this, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The revelation of God is whole and pulls our lives together. The signposts of God are clear and point out the right road. The life maps of God are right, showing the way to joy. The directions of God are plain and easy on the eyes. God's reputation is 24 karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. The decisions of God are accurate down to the nth degree. You know, Cindy, when you think about that, uh, what is our hope? What is our life? What is it that we, that you can do, that I can do, that we can do here at this radio station to let people know that Jesus is alive today? And, you know, it, the thing that Jesus said one time, and I'm, I, I can't uh, grasp this, the reference right quick. He said, there's some things I won't do a lot of things about, but there is one thing I'll do. It is, I will fill your heart with joy. I will fill your heart with joy. And so if Jesus said, as he talked about this, we have to stop and ask ourselves, what is it the Lord wants me to do? And this is what he says in John 16, 30, 23. He said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to ask the Father for whatever is coming with the things I've revealed to you. Ask in my name, according to my will, and he'll most certainly give it to you. Your joy will be a river overflowing its banks. That's how the message. Our joy comes, Cindy, in our life when we know where the Lord has put us to be. We know what he's, he's trained us to do. 
we know how to reach out to others and give them hope and encouragement. And that's basically one of the things about National Day of Prayer that is so important this year. Our theme this year, Cindy, is Pray for America. And the scripture comes from Matthew, and it is said by this, that the nations will know where their hope is. That's a paraphrase. Evelyn, even as you tie the the application to both the individual life and the corporate life, we as Americans, and then the individuals who are facing trials, it is important for America to understand this. God has the perfect plan for every piece to fit together. He has it for my life, he has it for your life, and he has it for the nation. There are things about the uh, plan of God that are difficult for you and I to understand it because our minds are finite. This is why we talk about the foundational teachings of do you know who God is? Because if you know those things, then you can rest secure in that. You can be looking out for the signpost for the perfect plan, the revelation of God. You can develop ears to hear. You can be formable and shapeable so that you're in shape when that plan begins to unfold. But there are limits to everything that we can understand. But there are no limits to faith. It is like you and I go out there today and it's going to feel cold. But that is the absence of heat. We're not going to put our arms around cold. And so sometimes we do get impatient and frustrated with God's timing. And yet we know that through his love, he's given us everything. Philippians 2.8, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross, so that you and I may not fully understand and grasp how deep, how wide, how encompassing his love is. But we know enough to live out of the desire the trust, the security of his devotion. Cindy, that is so true. And sometimes we don't really know um, what that should be for the given moment. You know, there's sometimes that we need to get on our, uh, put on our warfare, put on the armor and go out there and fight for the right of our children. Whether we're talking about in the educational area, we're talking about in uh, in any area, uh, we need to stand firm on how this nation was founded. But more than that, Cindy, we need to stand firm on the yes life that Jesus Christ paid for at Calvary, that he issued an invitation for as those two thieves were hung beside him. One said yes and one said no. We are a yes people in America. We're the greatest missionary nation in the world. And it's time for us who believe that to start living like it. I love that, Evelyn. You know, the one that said yes basically said this to Christ. Pray for me. And this is what we're talking about, whether it's individually or whether it's corporately, is that one of the most important things that we can do is approach Christ and say to him this, 
pray for me, Christ Jesus, because I believe that you are the Christ, seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, he who died on that cross and gave all the perfect Lamb of God to ransom me from the clutches of death. I know within you is every promise has been fulfilled by God. I know that you are my protector and my provider. And then we develop that life where we yield to him as he unfolds our yes life with him. Well, see, that is true. And we would say if you're listening to us today and you want to know more about that, Cindy, tell them how they can get in touch with us. They can find us at lovetalknetwork.com or you can call Evelyn on the uh, love line at 249-6535. This has been Love Talk on the Word. Thank you.